The Last Supper with Steph de Sosa. Thanks for dropping by. Come and sass Steph's Life Spice. All her socials at spicysteph.com. Today on The Last Supper podcast, I have someone a little bit different for you. My big sister, Therese Ryan. She's one of my best friends and a really great mentor to me. I thought it might be fun for us to compare our Last Supper meals and, and our food memories. We're five years apart and I know our growing up is very different from each other. And I wondered how different our food memories and our Last Supper would be. Grab a wine and DM Steph. She'd love to hear what your Last Supper would be and what wine you're drinking. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. This is a little bit odd, don't you reckon? Talking on a yes. podcast rather than just talking on the phone. It's a little bit strange. It but we'll just bit. pretend we're talking on the phone. Okay, we'll just, we'll just do that, <laughs> shall we? Okay, so <laughs> the reason I wanted to talk to you was because we have the same parents, obviously, yes. and the same <laughs> grandparents. But I feel like we've had a bit of a different upbringing because we're five years apart. You're five years older than me. Mm. And I feel like our worlds were a little bit different, don't you reckon? Yes, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like we had a bit more money when I was growing up than what we did when you were. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) But I also feel like there wasn't as much time when I was growing up as probably as when you were. I don't know if that's a true reflection or what do you reckon? Yeah, I think that's true and I think also – most of my growing up was in Tassie yeah. on the farm and most of your growing up was probably on the Gold Coast. Yeah, exactly. So that different. So that's a yeah. very different environment, hey? Yeah, for sure. And it was sure. probably a very different emotional environment for our parents too because I know that they probably weren't as happy when we moved to the Gold Coast potentially or was life was a lot more stressful, I guess I would say. I don't know, would you? Yeah, maybe. I probably wasn't as close into that as maybe you were. But yeah, I mean, life was probably fairly simple on the farm but probably financially a lot better on the Gold Coast. Yeah, possibly. So it's a bit of a struggle on the farm so if I said to you what was your food culture like or what was food like when you were growing up what would you say I would say meat and three veg (laughs) pretty much living off the land yeah bottled fruit jams all made from the land that like we had a massive garden that had everything that you could think of in it Mm. and if we needed potatoes for dinner which it was potatoes every meal was it Um, every every dinner Mashed potato every meal. Really? Yeah. Or, or, or potato of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how I grew up bringing my kids up with was like potato every meal. It's almost like something was missing if there wasn't potato. And no pasta, like because dad didn't like pasta. So the only time that we would ever get pasta would be on a night when he wasn't there. Maybe he'd gone to the shops or something and yeah. we got box of worms. Yeah. <laughs> Macaroni. Macaroni yeah. with either milk and sugar or tomato or sauce and tomato cheese. Tomato sauce and cheese. Yeah. Like yeah. actual tomato sauce. Yeah. And we thought that so. was like really exotic, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I just want to say what we called it again because we kind of just flew over that and I think it's important. Yeah. We used to call it boxed worms. Yeah. That's how, yeah. I guess, cultural we were. Yeah. We would not have known that was pasta. I know, I did. I'm sure I didn't know. Really, yeah, I would never have had spaghetti bolognese probably until we moved to the Gold Coast, I uh, don't think. I actually remember the first time I ate spaghetti bolognese and it was after I moved out of home. Mum certainly never made it because no. dad 
just didn't like pasta. Yeah, and I didn't even really know it was a thing, I think, until I started going to other people's houses and they would make it for you or their mum would make it for you or something like that. I just didn't even know spaghetti bolognese was a thing. Like I always say, I never ate a curry until I met Nev. No, well, we did have curried sausages. Oh, curried sausages. I'm not sure that that counts as a curry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, that was that was the only curry that yeah. we would have had. And you know, yeah. the only yeah. memory I have of rice as a kid is washing the dishes and hating washing the dishes after we had rice. But I don't oh, actually really? remember yeah. ever eating it. I just remember yeah. hating it because it would stick to everything. It was such a pain. We maybe had it with apricot chicken or something like that instead of mashed potatoes. I don't remember yeah. eating apricot chicken when we lived in Tassie. Would we have had that yeah. in Tassie? We can't. Really remember? Yeah. yeah, I think so. No, but yeah, that was the staple for my kids growing up. Like I was, I would feed them eggs, hot chicken. And, yeah, yeah. So you you mm. pretty much re- recreated your childhood with what you fed your kids. Yeah, meat and three veg is yeah. pretty much what we did. And I had a family who was not particularly interested in trying different foods. Yeah, and because I had like five kids under six and was busy, pretty much just it was survival. To get something on the plate, yeah. get them fed, yeah. get them to bed. And I think that's probably what it was for mum too because mum didn't like cooking, did she? Well, doesn't like cooking. No. So for no. her it was probably just get it done and feed all four yeah. of us because it was four. Yeah. We have four kids and mum and dad. It was probably the yeah. same scenario. Yeah. Well, I think when you have to do it every day, unless it's your absolute passion, if you have to do it every day and you've just got to get something on the table, plus you've got to do lunches, you've got to pick them up from school, you've got, you know, like all yeah. of that kind of stuff. It really is just like, let's just get something served up that's easy that they're going to eat. Yeah. And then, so my kids grew up having a lot of mashed potato. They love mashed potato. Yeah. But I do mine with like a lot of butter yeah. and a bit of garlic and heaps of salt and pepper. Yeah. And it wasn't until after I separated from my husband and I only had two kids living with me. And then as they've kind of moved out and stuff, that I've really started to enjoy cooking but even now during the week it's just like if it takes longer than five minutes I'm not interested (laughs) but on the weekend like I really enjoy having a dinner party and having people over and um, like I could cook for eight people a three-course meal and just really love doing that because you got the brain capacity now though right yeah you wouldn't have had it yeah, with five kids under six. Like, yeah. There's no way you can think about something amazing to cook when you're in that situation, I don't think. Yeah. Well, I don't think I probably, when my kids were little, we didn't have much money and I probably wouldn't have even been able to afford to have done a yeah. dinner party for eight people. Yeah, exactly. Like now it's, I've got time, I've got more money, but I would enjoy it and I would have the time to do it, whereas yeah. before it would have been really quite stressful trying to, to do that. make that work. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What What did you like to eat the most growing up? What kind of food did you enjoy? So if it was like a special treat or, you know, Christmas or um, Easter or going out or whatever, what would be your memory of being the yummiest thing that we had? Well, I think going out like was probably once we moved to the Gold Coast and we'd go to like the pub on a Saturday night sometimes for a meal after church yeah. and probably chicken Kiev. Was oh, really? Like, it, yeah, but see, now I don't eat meat, so when I had to think about what I would say, you know, like I don't eat meat, um, I don't eat a lot of the sugary stuff that we kind of had back then growing up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so it'd be quite different for me. I think for me, if I was thinking about my last supper, it wouldn't be so much about the food, it would be about the people that yeah. I Rather have than there. what you were actually eating. Yeah, and it probably would be a homemade pizza 
that everyone would like and I would love that, you know, something like that would be what we would probably have. Yeah, rather yeah. than something you would remember from your childhood. Yeah, because the stuff we had as childhood, like if we were having desserts, we used to have bottled fruit with wheat mix and cream on it. I know. Like, do you remember that? that? Amazing? I know, I just, it blows my brain that we used to like crushing a wheat bix over the top of our bottle fruit and pouring cream over the top of it. Yeah. Like, where yeah. does that even come yeah. from? That's breakfast. Uh, Dad used to do it. But that's yeah. breakfast. It's not, it's not dessert. It's weird. I don't know. Dad used to do it, so we did it. So we just so, did it. And it was nice. Like, we liked it. And we did have dessert nearly every meal, I think. So that would be what we would have. Yeah, like, but it was fruit. fruit. It was something like that, though, wasn't it? Or stewed fruit. Yeah, sweet stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it would be fresh fruit, fresh berries, or something like that with cream on it, a bit of sugar. Strawberries and cream, like that was yum. Chocolate self-forming pudding. Oh my god, you know, like those things. I still love that. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. I still love that. And I guess we lived in Tassie, so it was cold. So it was that more home style, warm kind of food. Yeah. So you yeah. don't really have yeah. a strong connection yeah, to the food probably. we had as a kid. Is that do you reckon yeah. that's because you're a vegetarian now or I think so. I think the one thing that I did think about that I really loved and I still do use like a bacon bone for is that bacon bone soup. Oh, like that yeah. Nan used to make. Yeah. Um I love that. And I still make that now and that sort of reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. yeah, and, and the hot cross buns. Oh, yeah, of course, I forgot about the yeah, hot cross buns. So yeah. our nan used to make hot cross yeah. buns. Yeah, Nanny Viv used to make hot mm. cross buns. But she used to make them all year round. It was just at Easter she would put a cross on the top. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, because she was a great baker and had a heap of slices at her house every single time you went there. There was always old-fashioned style afternoon tea kind of thing yeah. and from the ice yeah, cream containers she, that used to sit on the yeah. shelf in the corner she'd have like yeah. five yeah. stacked wouldn't she yeah. and she had something yeah. different in each one biscuits and slices and that sort yeah. of stuff yeah, yeah. and yeah. you know i was telling someone the other day actually i think i was on a podcast so you've probably heard this story before by the time we get to this episode but that i tried to make nanny viv's chocolate chip biscuits for years and I couldn't work out they just didn't taste right and then one day I ran out of plastic like Tupperware containers and I put them in an ice cream container took them out the next day boom they tasted like her biscuits it was the ice cream container it was weird it changed the flavor somehow and I don't know whether they were it wasn't as sealed as well and they were slightly a bit stale and it was probably it was probably the BPA plastic that had (laughs) implemented itself into the biscuit Went in there nice and hot. That yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, they're yeah. probably really bad yeah. for us. But, yeah, I just yeah. – that was the difference. And isn't it weird that something yeah. little like that can make yeah. the biggest difference? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. There's some things that I just can't recreate of hers, though, because she's been gone so long and no one else is really yeah. into cooking, I think, before. No, me, no. A lot of that stuff has been lost, which is really sad. Yeah, they were probably, like, filled with butter and sugar. She loved with butter. Yeah. And sugar. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think whether all the we ingredients were now. different too. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Whether we would actually, our tastes would like that anymore. I'm not sure. Mm. It's interesting, isn't it? Is this a five-headed iTunes podcast? If so, leave a review. If not, fuck you. What would your last supper be? You think it would be pizza? Probably pizza and it would be a definitely a dinner party on the balcony yeah. with the girls and... Yeah, it'd be pizza and wine. and Would yeah, you have I mean, anything with the pizza or would it just be pizza? Oh, it'd probably just be like a salad and, you know, maybe a Greek salad or something like that. Yeah, see, for you um, it's not the food isn't really very important, is it? No, for me the food is more connecting with people. Yeah. I eat 
out with my friends a lot, but it's never really about the food. It's about sitting and chatting and friendships and yeah. women supporting other women and, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. And yet you love good yeah. food. Like when you yeah, eat it, you because, love it. Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't care. I guess I'm so used to now being vegetarian and not liking particular foods and stuff. I'm so used to just probably not picking off a menu what I would particularly love to eat. It's more picking something that I can eat. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting, so I'm not it? too far. I always kind of think, yeah, I'll, I'll find something wherever we go. Yeah. Like it's not a big deal, but it's, you're limited in your choices a lot of times. what you could so, choose because you are yeah. vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. What about? Yeah. And um, my friends are meat eaters, so it's not like we frequent like vegan restaurants or vegetarian restaurants. Yeah. Okay. So much. you just sort of get yeah. along with, you just do what you yeah. got to do. Yeah. So what about yeah. dessert? Have you got a dessert that you'd like to have as your final meal? I do love creme brulee. Oh, my God. The whole world <laughs> likes creme brulee. I feel like I am, like, left out of this. Oh, really? I like it, oh. but I don't love it. Oh. Like, no, I, if I, I had wouldn't to order something, that would be it, I think, creme brulee. I think you're yeah. out now number five of oh, really? people on my podcast who have said creme brulee as their dessert. Oh, Okay. Which just astounds me because I actually think it's kind of boring. Oh, yeah, because no. it's just custard with cracked toffee on the top. Yeah, I think the topping is beautiful. That's the, the nice bit. The caramelised bit, yeah. I mean, texturally yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Like it's really creamy and then it's really crunchy mm. and it's kind of a bit bitter from the toffee that's burnt and sweet mm. and all this. Like I get it. But, yeah, just, yeah. yeah, so different. And that's not something what you would you pick? For my dessert? Yeah. Mm. God, it's so hard because there's just so many things that I would want to eat. I don't know. I find it really hard because I think on a daily basis my last supper changes. It just depends yeah. on what I've been reading, what I've been cooking, yeah. what I've been thinking about, what I've watched on TV, you know, all that kind of yeah. stuff. I think I would probably go back and do something like oh, I would love Nanny, Nanny Viv's Loganberry pie. Oh, really? And I probably didn't have it that often. But yeah. or like probably Christmas or something a couple of times yeah. maybe. But I just have this really vivid memory of the flavour just blowing my brain. Yeah, yeah. And it just yeah. been so delicious. I'm not, yeah. I haven't had one since. Yeah. But her pastry yeah. was just so good and yeah, the way the berries good. used to kind of mm-hmm. leak a little bit onto the pastry, I really mm. like that too. Mm. Yeah, so I think I'd probably go back there mm-hmm. for my last meal because for me it would be about remembering that, I think. But, yeah, it's really interesting for me that you don't have that connection. Like, creme brulee is not something we would have ever had as kids. No, we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have. And I think maybe, like, I probably don't eat dessert at a restaurant very often either and I don't, I'm probably more of going out for breakfast girl rather than a going out for dinner yeah. kind of girl. So I probably, it's more exposure, I suppose. Like, if I had a creme brulee, I'd pick it. I probably wouldn't take a risk on something that I wasn't sure what it was going to taste like. Yeah. Um, whereas you would. Yeah, like, probably. Yeah. Mm. So I probably had more exposure to those things because of that. You would have eaten way more restaurants than I would have and probably more fancier restaurants, I guess, than, than what I would have because you see the value in paying a big amount of money to go out and have an experience, whereas I don't see the value in that. Yeah. Like, you just need yeah. somewhere to sit and chat and eat some yeah. food while you're doing exactly. it. Yeah. Exactly. It's very different. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I could yeah. think of nothing worse than just having to order something off the menu just because it was the only thing I could eat. I, I, that would kill me. I'd walk out. I wouldn't stay. Have actually I, been like, known to. <laughs> yeah, I think 
I wouldn't go somewhere where I didn't enjoy the food. Like, yeah. I, it's not like I don't enjoy it. It's more that, you know, there's not a lot of options for yeah. me. But, yeah, if it was somewhere where I had a bad experience, I certainly wouldn't go back there. But, yeah, yeah it is quite limited. Particularly on the northern end of the Gold Coast, like, there's not a lot of options. It, it still blows me away that there's restaurants that don't consider vegans and and vegetarians, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's yeah, such a yeah. a movement now, too, isn't it? You think it, yeah. it just seems a bit like you're isolating your customers. Well, you're, yeah, like you're costing. Like if you go to a restaurant and there's only one vegan option, because I've got a couple of kids that are vegans, mm. and I probably would more choose a vegan option because I don't like eggs either. So when I'm out, I would probably go for a vegan option if there was one. Yeah. But, yeah, like it is annoying when there's like one option on the menu when everybody else has like so many options. And, you know, not everything has to have meat with it. Like you can... No, you can really for it to be delicious, it certainly doesn't have yeah, to be. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, and I know probably since you have been vegetarian, I find that I cook a lot more vegetarian. Yeah. Probably yeah. because of your influence, I would imagine. Not because I am a vegetarian. Yeah. I don't think I ever will yeah. be. But that yeah. is just one of those things that I think that would be – it's it's exposure really, isn't it? And I think if you're a yeah. meat eater and you're not around anybody who's not a meat eater, you don't even yeah. think of it. Yeah, exactly. And because I've had to cook for kids that are vegan as well, that's kind of exposed me more to probably um, – because I was pescatarian for a fair while. Yeah. Um, but I probably really don't eat fish. I'd never bring fish into the house. I may occasionally have fish if I was out for dinner and there wasn't much else. Like in, the only other option was like a salad or something. I would probably go yeah. for the fish. Yeah. But, yeah, like having kids that are vegan, I have been – and one of them is a vegan advocate, very strong on protesting. Yeah. And so no, get there's no way one of these she, days. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for the You're call. You're just waiting for the call, but, yeah. Yeah. For the bail money, but yeah, but they're very passionate about it. So it has made me rethink: Does an animal need to die for me to have food? Yeah, you know, like yeah. And when you hear that quite a lot, and that is how they live, and they're so passionate about it, then it does you know it creeps into your brain, you. doesn't it? Yeah, you start to yeah, really exactly. think about it more. And I know I yeah. think about it more. I think think about it mm. more from a food waste perspective. Like I, I yeah. try really hard not to waste food now whereas I probably was mm. a bit wasteful in the past but now I do think it's too yeah. precious a commodity now and yeah. like you said an animal yeah. has had to die for that so yeah. I shouldn't be throwing yeah. that in the bin yeah that should Even be going to good use stuff. I think the MasterChef episode where they did do where you had to use the whole of the product and you were, and you know really making people think about waste like even yesterday I was making something and I had a couple of half dead carrots in the fridge and I cut them up and threw them into it because I thought that they're, they're going to be fine yeah like yeah, yeah. I, like I would have probably thrown them out before I'd seen that episode but now but I now you try and use it yeah it was interesting yeah, yeah. I, I was cleaning out my fridge this morning with Noah and there was a couple of things in there that we just hadn't gotten to the leftovers and I was away a couple of nights last week and I thought that never Noel would have eaten the leftovers but they obviously just didn't see them and they didn't get eaten I was throwing in the bin and and Noah said to me because I really hate seeing that going to the bin and I just thought Mm. oh you know like he's just a different generation that just really is sensitive to that stuff and really aware and I think that's such a great thing that our kids generation are just so different to us. They are really passionate about that sort of thing. I could see that as, you know, as a bad thing to be throwing stuff out. 
Yeah, Otherwise. exactly. Yeah, which is yeah. which is funny because our parents' generation were probably that too, because we, they, mum and dad, didn't waste anything, did they? Well, see, we lived off the land, so if we needed something, we would go and dig it up. Yeah, out of the garden, go and get some potatoes, or go and pick some peas, or yeah, um, and like the yeah. excess was bottled or stewed and frozen, yeah. or the scraps yeah. went in the pig bucket to go down to the pigsty yeah. to feed them, yeah. or to the chickens, or whatever. But so, I think. You know, back in those days, that was probably not so much of a ethical decision. It was more about a financial. Yeah, I think thing so that too. Needed to, yeah, where now it is more ethical. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? What I find amazing is that later on in life, like after we moved to the Gold Coast, and Mum and Dad were a bit older, and we were a bit older, and all the rest of it, how adventurous Mum and Dad became with what they ate and where they ate out. So, yeah. I think their favourite restaurant for a long time was a Turkish restaurant. Yeah, that was so different to what we'd ever sort of had yes, growing up. Yes, it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? It's just a matter of, see, I think but like you're saying now, when your kids were younger, you just survived and the food that you yeah. ate was just, you were in survival mm. mode. You probably couldn't afford to go out or and be exposed. Yeah. But I guess as they got a bit older and we weren't costing them a fortune anymore, they could afford, and yeah. they travelled a little bit yeah. too. They yeah. had this exposure yeah. and- to different things. Like you think where we grew up in Tassie, like up the northwest coast in Winyard, there's probably a Chinese restaurant, the top, middle and bottom pub. Yeah, and that was you it. Know, that was it. Yeah. Whereas was there even a the Chinese coast, restaurant? I don't even know if there was. I don't was know. I just remember the fish and chip shop and the top, middle and, and bottom chip, pub. But we only really would have had fish and chips if we had been, because Dad was a um, trotting driver. And so on the way home from the trots, it would be quite late yeah. and we would stop at probably Deloraine and get fish and chips on the way home. But yeah. we wouldn't ever be sitting at home and mum say, I want takeout tonight, let's go and get some fish and chips. That would never happen. No, I don't remember so, ever having takeaway at home, ever, yeah. until yeah. after I left home, I think, probably, mm. where you'd go home. But you and- think about what takeaway is like there wouldn't have been a pizza shop in Wynyard. No. And they would have had to have gotten in the car and driven to town yeah. and picked it yeah. up. And driven at yeah. home. So what was the point? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. And they probably yeah. didn't have the money to do it anyway. No, exactly. But, yeah. yeah, as you said, when they got older and probably more financially stable and had friends who were probably the same, they used to go out quite a lot. Yeah, exactly. And probably meeting different people. They were probably exposed to different things as well, I guess. Yeah. Other people's yeah. influence and stuff. A bit like us. You know, you meet someone and they take you yeah. somewhere and you discover a new thing or you go yeah, on holiday and you discover something different and that's just the way yeah. it goes, isn't it? That's just yeah. life. Yeah. So yeah. just to finish up before we go, there's just one question that I ask everybody before we go and you can choose which way you go. Tell me what's the last thing you ate or the next thing you're going to eat. <laughs> the last thing I ate was your eggplant curry. Oh, really? <laughs> was it? Did you have leftovers? Yes. Well, I made it. I did it for some food prep yesterday, so I made up a heap of it, yeah. and um, I made up a couple of meals yesterday. But I just bought like a small serving of that and some rice yeah. for my lunch, and ah. it was delicious. Was it? Did you make yeah. the chutney to go with it, or you didn't go that far? No, I didn't go that far. Yeah, I'm no. very but impressed. But it was very tasty. Yes. <laughs> Passes the test. <laughs> yeah, passes yeah. the test. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and that's that's actually vegan. So um, yeah, exactly. It is. You know. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't cook it because it was vegan. Like I just cooked it because I thought oh, that sounds yeah. nice. I just had a crack. It was so easy, and yeah, it was delicious. That's the beautiful thing about Indian food is a lot of it is vegetarian mm. and vegan. Oh, it's really easy yeah. to adapt it to be. You just throw in yeah. a different vegetable rather than a yeah. meat, or use a different yeah. oil instead of ghee, and bang, it's done. It's, it's yeah. vegan. It's great. Yeah. 
Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. All right. All right. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. If you like the service, tip us with a review on iTunes. It's free, you tight ass.